Welcome to the Intellect Connection. Intellect Connect, Darian here. And I'm, and I'm your side host, Kevo. Man, so look, the funniest thing just happened. We just, funniest thing just happened. We started the podcast without even recording the job. So we was recording on the video, but not on the actual Anchor app. So now we back into it. All right. So the first topic that we started off with today was, when is it okay to let your, uh, your lady take charge? So... With, with that, I feel like it's to each their own. Some people feel like they they shouldn't have to take charge. Mm-hmm. or just, Some some people feel like the woman shouldn't be in charge and that the man should lead the way and be the bread getter. And, but then you're demeaning women at that, at that point in time. You know, you're trying to keep them stuck in this box of not uh, working and, and being the stay-at-home mom and washing dishes and cooking and cleaning and why put them in that box you know sometimes you gotta well i wouldn't say sometimes you should lift your woman up and your lady up lift these women up and let them reach their pinnacle let them get to their 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 level of achievements that they want to but people people tend to go back when they want to with generational generational curses where they go well uh, the man should be the breadwinner. Okay, if that's the case, then the woman should be the stay-at-home woman. I mean, it, it, it's no point in you even going to work. But women want to be out here working, getting money too. As they should. As they should. You dig what I'm saying? It's no point in keeping people in these boxes where that was their time. It's our time to make our own ways now. You dig what I'm saying? Most definitely. That's, that's a great point. <laughs> hey, bro. Like, it, it's crazy with the... Our generation, how we're getting caught up with a whole bunch of stigmas. In the older crowd, like, they don't understand. Like, if you, if you're a laid back type of guy mm-hmm. and they see, they don't see that you rule with your voice, you're not the loudest person in the room, they feel like, oh, he's not a real man. But, like, I feel like, you know, you, <clears throat> a real man stays true to himself. You don't got to be the loudest person in the room. You don't have to let. You don't want to let the house know that you pay the bills or right. that you did this or that. You know, as long as you and your lady know what's going on, that's that's all that matters. Right. But I'm going to say to answer the question, get back on topic, I feel like it definitely is okay to let your lady take charge. At all times, whenever she feels like it. Whenever, it, even if it doesn't have to be a conversation, I feel, honestly, I feel like it shouldn't have to be a conversation. Your lady should be able to take charge whenever need need be. Like, that's even if right. even if you want to go ahead and be like, hey, babe, can you do this? And... It, it should, I feel like it shouldn't have to be a conversation of who's going to lead that journey. It should just be, okay, well, let's do this. All right, bet. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And that'd be the conversation. It shouldn't have to go, well, are you going to do this? It shouldn't be those questions to, to, be, to have to be asked. I mean, <clears throat> most definitely, bro. Like, shit, we both had kids or whatever. You don't want your significant other coming to you for permission to do things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, we all have strengths and weaknesses. Like, if you if you know that you struggle in a certain situation or she, or she just may be better at handling something that you are, mm-hmm. you know, why not put your pride to the side and let her take come in and say, okay, you, you know, you're better at this than me. Boom. Just like if you want to be typical, she's not going to try to carry a, a refrigerator in the house by herself. She's going to come to you. Right. She's letting you take charge. Right. And, you know, when it comes to yourself, when they come to some finesse or something emotional, you want to let her take charge right. nine times at a time. That's just like, with like example, what you're saying, like, if you're in the car with your girl, right, 
Is she pumping the gas? Nah. Exactly. But people see that as a problem because, let's say, you pull up and you see a guy in the car and his girl pump the gas. Now, granted, what is the problem with that? If she feels the need, let's say that you're not in the car, right? Uh-huh. And she doesn't know how to pump gas. How would she ever learn? Yeah, that's, that's facts. Because cause there's a lot of people out here that don't know how to pump gas, don't know how to change a tire, don't know how to change oil. So what's the, what's the problem with teaching your, your, your other half if you have a skill how to do that and let them lead themselves sometimes? You dig what I'm saying? Most definitely. You don't want a person to like be so dependent on you. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you got, you have men and women that like, not to be negative, they like to have a leg up. Right. On somebody, like, you know. Right, me me teaching you will put you too far ahead of me. You can't do this. Mm-hmm. So when it's time, when you need that person to do this, now they in your face. Well, you don't need not do this in the first place. Or, yeah. You know, that's okay. a recipe for disaster. That's or, not, or when you got a lot on your plate and you need this person to take something off your plate. Now, how how hard is it for them to take that off your plate if you never taught them that skill? Most definitely. A skill that you have that they didn't have growing up. Most definitely. Like so, we, we all come from different backgrounds. We, mm-hmm. we may have grew up the same, but, you know, every household is not run the same way. Yeah. Uh, everybody not taught the same way, the same time whatsoever. Yeah, the same morals or anything. You, you, that, that's yeah, that's the craziest part because it's like the generational curses are coming back to haunt this generation. And it, it's hitting this generation so hard because we're starting to realize so much. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, most definitely. Like, I feel like... um. Ooh, I'm piggyback off that. I feel as though, like, the generations before us, they've been taught to, like, live in fear somewhat. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as, like, staying, for example, <clears throat> staying at a job is, that's not making you happy. And on top of that, it's not even paying your bills. Like, what's the first thing your folks would say if you say, I'm about to quit? Like, you know, your folks would like, why are you leaving why, that job? Why are you giving up? Why that's giving not going to look good. But... I get that, and it may be a struggle, but I'd rather struggle and find my happiness than to keep clocking in somewhere where mm-hmm. I know it's pissing me off. Mm-hmm. You're going to go home, and you're going to take it out on somebody. Right? Yeah. You, you, your wife going to get it, your girl going to get it, your kids going to get it, and I don't want to live that way. And that's a, that's another generational curse of being able to come home and take your backpack off at the door and leaving it at the door instead of bringing it home or bringing your home problems to work. Most definitely. Because a lot of people can't, can't take that off or turn it off. That's like being in a job for so long, and then it becomes it becomes so ingrained in you that it becomes your everyday life. Most like, definitely. Like, you see that on cop shows and, and army movies. But yeah, that army shit is real life. Yeah, it's no turning it off. Uh-huh. I definitely agree. I just, you know, <clears throat> this, this is with the old generation. I feel like that's a big curse. Like, even when it comes down to the things happening inside of families, you keep her, they keep everything on a hush. Mm-hmm. And then... When a person... I got to tap in on that. Uh, you know. But when a person, you know, when they hit the fan, it's like, oh, why did this happen? It's because nobody did it. Like, you know. Yeah. And nobody did it. You know, it's always, well, let's keep it on a hush. Yeah, you should keep things indoor. But you need to discuss things. Like, if, if somebody bother you, somebody rub you the wrong way, mm-hmm. you don't got to be confrontational about it. But why not tell a person, hey, this offended me. But go ahead. I definitely want to hear what you got to say. About about the see I the way I grew up was I had a, a parent that was was a village raiser. You get what I'm saying? Like he would invite everybody into the problem. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And I I I, I hated that as a child. Mm-hmm. 
if I get a, a E on a test, why does your friends know? Why are your friends calling me? Checking in on me. I, I get it. Because they, they want to see me do better regardless. But stop. Certain people don't take well to that. That's the positive and negatives of that love. You know what they say. Well, when I grew up, my mom was me. My, the next door neighbor got me. But you know, it, it's, it's positives <laughs> and negatives. That, like, the positive is you'll learn respect. Yeah, but, but then the what does it take? negatives is, like, in my mind, like... It doesn't take that to, to make me learn respect, embarrass, Embarrassing, Embarrassment does not teach respect. Exactly. You can go about it a different way. Like, you can go about it a different way. Like, I, I used to hate my mother did that, bro. Like, you know, you... I hated it, bro. You get in trouble, you get suspended. Everybody knows. I don't want to talk to 10 different people about the same thing. You know the wild part? What they tell you, what they used to tell us growing up, though, what happens in this house stays, stays in this house. house. Uh-huh. It's a like, contradiction. What uh-huh. you're doing, yeah. <laughs> like you doing it though, bro. I, I that was one thing I hated growing up with, like being so out there in the community. Cause my dad was a, uh, my my dad was known, I'm known. Uh-huh. So it's just like all those people that know me feel like they have to say something to me, and it's like my dad would go. And make it known so that they would say something to me instead of just going, we having a conversation, it's dead, and then I go and do my thing and be better. I don't need to have that conversation eight times over to say the same thing. If, if, me, and you have, if me and my dad have a conversation, he asks me why. And then me and my coach have a conversation, he asks me why. And then me and the team mom have a conversation, she mm-hmm. asks me why. And then me and my brother have a conversation, he asks me why. It's redundant. Like, what am I still telling the, the story for? If you want to tell them what's going on, tell them why. Especially, like, when you get older, you're like, bro. Like, 14, 15, you start knowing, you have an idea of who you go through, go to for certain problems. Yeah. Like, you telling people that I wouldn't even lean on in the situation. Yeah. It's like I don't have that type of familiarity with that person. Why I don't want I only want to have a conversation with them like at all. I don't want to have a conversation to begin with. So yeah. if I want to talk to you about it, what will make you think that I want to talk to these yeah. people about the it? The person that I want to talk to or the people that I want to talk to about it, I would have made my way to them. Right. But as own. a kid, you know, you don't you don't do that. As a, that goes into another point where as a kid you're taught to keep things in without without them even realizing that they teach in this way like suck it up, be strong, keep your, your game face on, like, all this other stuff is te- teaching you to bottle everything up. Especially as a man, bro, like, you know, you... I'm just talking about from the kids' perspective. Like, as a man, we know differently now. Well, and, saying, and, it, and it took us some time to learn that. I'm saying as a boy, mm-hmm. you know, man up. Yeah. You know, you can't... Some things you gotta just take a look and keep moving. But, like, you can't sit here and act like everything don't hurt. Because then when you when it when you like you said you bother it up, you lashing out on little on, because of little things. But you don't realize that that's the that's the hardest part. You your reaction back then was so different than what you do now. After realizing hopefully the not everybody hopefully, hopefully. after realizing what the problem is that was, that was, that was the the key thing. Once you realize what the problem is and what what the situation is and how to handle that situation at that point. That's right. Because. Back then, how how I I would react would be speaking on my behalf. How I would re- react would be more so blowing up, anger, uh, or just shutting down. Like relationship wise, I would I would shut down, and it would be not realizing that I had anxiety, which I got diagnosed with 
um, <clears throat> that me shutting down and wanting, wanting to talk about the problem, but in my mind, that little voice in the back of your head is telling you talk, but you're just so shut down that you can't get the words out. I got you. Yeah, so it, it was just so hard dealing with relationship, dealing with uh, your parents and your friendships, and you want to speak on certain things, and you can't because you literally can't. Now, but before we jump into the second topic, you said relationship-wise, like, is that, is that like, um, pertaining to, like, her telling people? No, perfect example is, like, if we were having, like, an argument or a problem, and it would be something that she wanted to talk about, and I would shut down, as in, she's asking me a question, and I want to talk, talk to her about it, I want to communicate, I, w- I want to communicate about it. But it's like you can't. I can't. Like it's it's literally like I'm ignoring her at this point. It's no excuse, but it's like it's not it's not coming out. The words are not coming out, yeah. and when it does come out, it's coming out angry, angrier than it I. Wasn't it. it wasn't oh, coming out. It wasn't coming out. Coming out. It no. wasn't coming out. It was literally me ignoring and the situation being dead, and then eventually, it, it the 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 conversation just never happened. See that'll fuck me up, bro. Like I hate to bring for so long, bro. I hate to bring like uh, like Zodi or something. Like, as a Gemini, like we need communication. So like I need my partner to tell me like I <clears throat> I already have an issue, but like I like to I don't like to see my partner down. Mm-hmm. None of that shit. So like I like to fix whatever's wrong, but like immediately as soon as I can. And sometimes she don't want that. Sometimes you gotta let a person feel. Just like. If I'm in a bad mood, I need to let it go. I need to go through the motions. But just, like, the, back to the communication thing, like, it's just, like, I need to just let me know why you're not feeling this type of way. It's okay. Like, I'm, I'm going to let you feel the way you feel, but I do want to know. Don't leave me in the wind. I'm going to get irritated. Right. You're not telling me what's going on. You lost. Yes. I feel like I'm lost in the sauce. Like, damn, just tell me what's up. Like, respect. But... To jump in the uh, second topic. Now, would you let your lady propose to you? <laughs> Politically, it's wrong. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Politically, it it's wrong. Okay, it, going against going against our peers and our co-peers. Yeah, your grandparents would never let this happen. Nah, your your grandparents would be. Why are you doing this? And but time out though. They quote unquote wouldn't let a lot of things happen. Like they jump on us for having like I'm gonna put myself out there. They jump on me, jump on myself, my grandparents jump on me for having like kids, kids with multiple marriage. women and multiple uh, and kids before marriage. Before he said he says multiple women, like it's eight or nine. It's two. Oh yeah. It's I mean, two. Of course, of course. It's a couple, like, two. They don't look at it that way. But then when like when you when you sit down with your folks and, like, they could tell you, oh, my mom was doing her thing, too, back then. Like, right. right. It's okay. Right. Like, you know, they, they, I understand it's from a place of care, but it's also from a place of judgment. Right? Yeah, and that's that's the thing that they don't know how to... Turn off, though. Not even turn off. That's They, know, they don't know how to communicate that without it being judgmental. Well, it's definitely, bro. So, it's like, your parents don't want you to drink. Your parents don't want you to do drugs. And, and to you, it looks hypocritical. But to them, it's, it's from a point of... Uh, protection, yeah. It, but it, but you gotta you gotta let people live. Honestly, I understand like having a um, three year old and a one year old. Like you do want to protect them from everything, but I do understand. And this is before I get to them being teens or whatever. Like mm-hmm. 
they're going to do some things that I'm not going to approve of. Right. I did shit that my parents definitely didn't know of. Or That's exactly of. what I'm saying. And it, my parents did shit that dead folks didn't approve of. So I'm not going to live in no fancy land. Like, I'd rather you be aware of the things out here than, than go learn them on the street. Mm-hmm. That's like, like let's, just, let's just use an example of if I protect my kid from everything, how would they? How would they learn anything? Yeah, like, how would they learn to pick themselves up if I never let them fall and get a scrape? If you put them in a bubble, and you don't, don't tell them about sex. You don't tell them about drugs. I gotta touch on that. You don't tell them about the street life. Mm-hmm. You don't tell them about scammers and so forth. They gonna get out here. And people that's gonna play with you, like that, that, that come off as one way, and that that you like. It's one thing to be able to read a person, like you. You can literally look at a person and know their intentions or, or hear and see a person and know their intentions if you have that eye. I got that eye. So it's just like touching on the thing what you said. You got to have that sex talk as early as possible. You got to teach them as early as possible because mm-hmm. if somebody's doing something to them and they don't know the difference and they don't know, hey, this you should not be doing this, you don't know how many kids that have not come to their parents yet or come to their guardian yet, or come out as an adult yet, that have been assaulted. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was something on Twitter recently, and they were talking about how uh, teaching, teaching. Uh, I don't want to say sex ed, but teaching sex ed in kindergarten. Now, on the surface, that sounds fucking terrible. But if a kid doesn't know, this man shouldn't be touching my pee-pee or my, or my cuckoo, they just going along with it. Yeah, most, you don't know how many kids are, are literally living with that. Yeah, most definitely. Like, <clears throat> I say make them aware of their parts. Yeah, make, their parts. not the not sexualization, but make them known to their anatomy. Yeah, so somebody's touching them, they will tell you, mom, dad, auntie, somebody touched me here. Like, this Bro, is for their own safety. It's murder. It's, let me find out that somebody touched my kids. My kids. I have two daughters. Let me find out that somebody is touching my kids, Girl bro. Dad, man. Girl dad, you feel me? Like it's I don't care how much time they give me. I'm getting it. Write on my books, send me letters, throw me numbers. Cause I'm going in. You got it. It's, it's a crazy world, man. It definitely is. And it's only getting crazier. That's the crazy thing. But to touch on your on your topic, um, what I let my, my lady propose to me, I it's, it's touch and go if, if that's her prerogative but I just feel like there's need there needs to be a conversation about it honestly which it's it's a contradiction on my behalf because I feel like this there needs to be some type of spontaneity back in relationships everything doesn't need to be talked about it doesn't I, I just don't see that point like do you feel like you should have to set up a schedule to have to have sex with your girl no I, I agree definitely that even though like I'm one for the communication I'm, I'm with you something is just should happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to. But it's so much controversy, controversy with that now. Like I don't want for you to know when I'm going to propose. Yeah. I can give you the year, but I can give you like the year or maybe a time frame. I don't want you to know because I, I'm I suck at surprises. But that's one that I'm not giving up. Well, at least you, at least you you can take that in and. and you can literally go to maybe her friends or something and go, hey, look, I, I'm not too good with surprises. And you got a village that you can go to where you can just ask for help. Most definitely. But I, I put my poker face on when it comes to that, and I don't drop. So I'm not telling you nothing. But, yeah. but 
would I let her propose to me? Like, I wouldn't want to. I, don't, my, I wouldn't want her to. In my current relationship, I know she would not. So, like, but to answer the question, like, I wouldn't want her to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love her enough. I, to, I, I mean, like you, like you said um, before, we had to delete the first video because it wasn't recorded. Like, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't tell her no because, like you said, that was a strong point. Uh, you tell her no, she might just leave you. So, like, <laughs> that, that's the thing. But it, that that would have to have a conversation. Hey, look, I'm not saying no, but I don't want you to propose to me. That's how that conversation yeah. should go. Yeah, but, like, shit, you better hope she is. Like understanding that you get somebody might be like nah 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 like a man would like no no because I know if I say no I mean if she say no to me and I that, like you said everything is tucking out the window yeah I, I was to say that that poses the question that poses this question of if you propose and the person says no is the the relationship over because where do you go from there because it could be it could just be hey I'm not ready yet okay cool that's a whole different conversation. But no. But I need to know. Where does the no come from? Don't tell me, uh, not to sound controlling. If you tell me you're not ready yet, mm-hmm. just give me details. Like, tell me. So you need feedback or why? Don't just tell me because I feel like that's, that's like. I'm sorry, fellas. But that's a man. That's a man shit to say. I'm not ready yet. Like, tell me I'm not ready because I can't trust you all the way financially. Or. I'm, I'm not, so it has to be a reason. Spiritually, I'm not there yet, and I don't want to cheat it. I can respect that. Like, if you're telling me, no, not yet because of this. Don't just tell me not yet and leave me in the wind. Go by communication. Because now, I'm, you, when you don't communicate effectively, you leave room for overthinking. Now, Are you an overthinker? Shit, everybody can't be. Yeah, I am. Like, that's why I need the communication, so I know... So, the scenarios that come to my head, I know it's not true. Like, she gave me... An example. I don't want. I don't want to leave her in the wind, and I don't want to be left in the wind. Just communicate with me. All right. Uh, I, I, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I definitely get where you're going. Uh, but that that goes hand in hand with a lot, like a, a lot of controversial viewpoints of a lot of people going. You should be able to say no without reasoning. You should be able to say no without having to. It, your your no should be okay. It should be enough. But I feel, I feel that's controversial because some people need that detail. Some people need that closing of no because because if you if you're explaining the situation to your let's say your circle or your 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 closest people, and you go hey well it didn't work out and they go why and you go I don't know, and they're sitting there looking at you well you didn't want to get that closure. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying? Not so much closure, but just, you just need to know. You, reasoning? Uh, just the reasoning. Like, now, <clears throat> it's a balance. If somebody tells you no, when it comes to like sex, all right, no's no. Right. If somebody tells you no, when it comes to your body or just when it comes to like, you know, say y'all get in an argument, she tell you no, you can't come in or something. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's different, but like. Where it, it's something that, that needs some type of yeah, detail. Yeah, you need a, t- a little bit of detail. Like, you don't got to give me a whole essay. Right. But it just took, no, you know. Tell me yet. your feelings on why you told me that. That way, I know how to move. I don't want to go home tripping. Like, oh, man, you know, she, fuck everything, bro. She just told me no and tell me why. Because then when I go to my men or whoever, I, 
Just like y'all confide. We confide in that man, too. You right. know what I'm saying? Or I might go confide in my homegirl. I can tell her, well, she said no because of this. What do, what do I do? What do you think? Right. I, if I just tell her she said no, everybody going to be looking like, well, why? why? Yeah. Did you ask why? Of course. I mean, but then that goes into, like, as kids, you know, we had a we had a, a posse, a big friend group that we had that we had around. Now, in days, you see a lot of that stuff has condensed now. Instead of it being fifteen, instead of it being ten, you got probably like a select five people that you got in your friend group that are are solid. Oh yeah. Now, not not saying that you you disconnected from these fifteen or that you don't still connect with these fifteen, but you're they're not your go to people like they used to be. You get what I'm saying? So uh, like. Uh-huh. How do you handle, or how do you see your 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 village or your circle or your your friend group now, pertaining to how they used to be when you were little? Uh, no, when we was younger, like you said, it's a group, mm-hmm. and that you you gain friends on where you live, mm-hmm. with what schools you go to, what you do after school. You know, whether you balling or you just run away. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get older, like I just feel as though like. You got everybody is on a different journey. You go, you're gonna have your men that's in the street, mm-hmm. and shit. Once you have kids, I know for me, I'm not a street person anyway. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not nobody's street, but I know how to maneuver out there too. But I got kids now. I can't, can't, can't even I, risk I can't it. be out there with you, bro. Like yeah. I, 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 love, I love my kids too much. Like I can't, I'm not gonna be that one to bring it home. To bring that home, bro, or just be the one risking that. I'm not taking that risk. Yeah. You can't raise your kids from a jail cell. I'm not taking that type of ill, bro. But um, you know, then you get. I just feel like you'll you'll see that some people we shift off, bro. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes you start befriending people, or you you stay with people that can relate to your situation or help you. Not not help you just like money wise, but help you in a in a people that's growing with you, right. people that can help you grow, people that's trying to trend in the same direction as you. Like, right. They water you, you water them, y'all grow together. That's the, that's that's the only that's the only benefit that you really need for friends. Like you know, just I don't need money. If they can help you out, or you can help them out. Good. Mm-hmm. We, we're supposed to all help each other, but like like you said. Just you being able to water them, water them, and they been, them being able to water you. Like that's pretty much what I lean upon. Yeah, respect. I mean, I feel like like what you were saying with uh, mm-hmm. same interests, same interest groups, basically, where you have more in common with these people now. Like um, they say, you meet your real friends when you get to college. Mm-hmm. Now I say when I got to college, I met one of my best friends. He was my roommate and. We talked till till now, uh, still close as ever. I don't see him as much because he moved to L.A. and shit. But uh-huh. I mean, I I take that with the grain of salt because it it is some people that I still talk to, communicate from high school, like you, uh, some people from my inner circle, you know. Mm-hmm. But I lost a lot of people, you know. We just tread in different di- uh, different directions, you know. It was some betrayal in there. Uh, it was some just growing apart in there, and yeah. then it was just some. We cool, so when we, whenever we see each other, we chop it up for that time. But it was just no connection. You feel yeah, me? it's it's like we ain't no beef or nothing. We no. just we just two different on two different paths. Yeah, hey, we on two different paths. Mm-hmm. And I definitely see. I can't really speak on that, bro, because I went to um, I went to Moco. I went to like I 
went to Moco Community College for like a semester, bro. <laughs> and I, shit, I was like, this, the work well hard, but I'm like, this is not for me, bro. Yeah. That's when I first realized. College is not for everybody, bro. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say it was podcasting, but I realized that like, I wanted to do something as far as like, I got a voice and I, that, that was my thing. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't need to be writing papers for this particular I'm still interest. trying to figure out when I'm going to use Y equals MX plus B. Yeah. Okay? And it's like, bro, I'm not about to keep writing these papers and shit, bro. Like, and <clears throat> I, I don't need a degree for what I want to do in life. Like, I f- I'm, I'm fine creating content. Mm-hmm. That makes me happy. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that makes me happy. So when did you figure that out? You figured that out that like right there in college? I didn't know it was podcasting, but I but figured, you knew content. I figured it out like, bruh, that's what makes me happy. It took me till I was 20, what, 22, 23 to figure out this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. It took me a minute. Man, we about 27, 28 May. It took me that long, bruh. And just to stay on that for a minute, like, I don't want my kids, see, I'm not saying I'm fair or nothing like that, but I want my kids to figure out what they want to do early, what they want to do a little earlier. But if they don't, it's that okay. is fine. Yeah. You don't have to grow. And that's something I struggle with, like, coming up. Like, you, you went off to school, and for the people that went off to school immediately, I respect that. Y'all had, y'all, y'all could see what y'all wanted to jump into. Yeah, yeah, but like, touching on that while you're on it, I wish I'd have t- taken the time to actually expand my choices instead of staying home. You yeah, get what I'm saying? Most definitely. I definitely agree. Like, I I don't believe in living with regrets, but I do wish I probably would have branched off. <clears throat> just taking that chance. Just to went down and, and, and see what I could do in a different like, go down south or go up. Just move around with college to see what I can do. Right. But I don't regret it, and I feel as though, you know, you can't have it both ways. Had I taken that path, I probably wouldn't have my, my kids, and I wouldn't have my current relationship, and I, I wouldn't trade those things in. I mean, like, I wouldn't take it that far, because you, you never know when your, your past will cross. Now, I know for a fact, if I didn't go to the school I would, went to, I wouldn't have the connections that I have now and the friend base that I have now. Because I wouldn't have met the certain people. Yeah. But in the sense of down the line of having the, the kid or the, meeting the person that you're with, it's, that's kind of up in the air. Yeah, that's but true. But, like, I mean, you don't miss what's for you. Yeah. I, I just feel like, I feel like we <clears throat> we always take the right path. Like, mm-hmm. anyway, you end up taking, you don't miss what's for you. You might make it rockier. Yeah. You, you definitely might make it rockier, but, like, I feel like God is always... Behind you, or in front of you, beside you, however you want to look at it, mm-hmm. guiding you to where you need to go. You're going to drift off the road. We're humans and we have desires. And sometimes we put those desires over what we really need. And, but, most definitely. Jesus. Now, fatherhood. Fatherhood. Like, we're going to speak on emotional ties as a father. I'm going to let you kick this one out. Emotional ties as a father. I know. For me, uh, with my youngest daughter, it was really hard to accept the separation. Like when she would go to her grandmother's house, I was really, really protective of letting anybody be around her. You should. Sure. So it it was kind of hard for me, and then it was like um, it, it was a lot. 
it, it was just it's it's a lot to be a dad. It's a lot to be a parent, honestly. It is. Uh, especially when you're, if you're not ready, when you are ready, there's no perfect time to become a parent. Even those people with money, it, you never know when an illness is going to happen. Hey, the money is nice, but like it makes it things smoother. But it's so many things that can happen. Like parenthood isn't for everybody. Even with money, it, it you got to have a, a soul connection to your child. You got to have that connection to your child, and then and then not just be money based. It got to be an internal thing where y'all just connect. So, it was just different. It was different the second time around uh, than the first time, you know. Most definitely. So, I, I definitely agree with that, bro. So, for myself, I'm going to say, like, um, I had my son first, of course. I was getting over... Uh, like, I was getting over an ACL injury. Mm. I had a full recovery. I had, a, like, a full knee scope. Like, clean to cut my knee right down the middle. Uh, that he, he just motivated me to get back up. And, you know, I won't forget that. Now, with my daughter, like, I was going through a little bit of depression. And she pulled me through that. And I will never forget that with her. Like, I didn't have time to, not to be funny, I just didn't have time to be depressed when she got here. I had to get up. You know, I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't see her, even though she was a small baby. I didn't want to even try to raise her through that. Yeah. I, by the time she got here, I let it go. But but did you actually handle that, or did you just let it go? That that depression. I, I and feel that. like I handled it. I feel like I handled it. Um, it took it took praying. Like it took a lot of prayer. It took like music that got me through. And just being like being honest with myself, mm-hmm. it, and some of it was like self inflicted things that I I did, mm-hmm. uh, and things that was done to me. But I I don't believe in trying to be a victim. I had to stop being a victim, and I I had to also take into account hold myself accountable for things that I've done in the past. Over time, I got through it. Right. And um, back to emotional ties as a father. No, I mean, that is the emotional ties yeah. as a father, though. But, uh, so, I mean, that, that deals with your emotional being, your emotional state. So, finish what you were saying, bro. Nah, like, I'm just, I, <clears throat> I'm grateful for my kids or whatever. Like, they both came at, like, pivotal points in my life. Mm-hmm. And, I agree. Uh, shit, like, as a father, like, that's, that's why you see me. If you know me, like, I'm always kissing my kids on my forehead or whatever, like. I always get shit about that from my family, but like, I don't want to be. I I didn't have I didn't have a father that wasn't like emotionally there for me. Like, granted, mm-hmm. my my parents split when I was young, and they got back together, and they, they then they divorced. Mm-hmm. But like, my father was there for me emotionally, so I want to be there. I'm not gonna not be there for them emotionally. So like, shit, they gonna they gonna they gonna know how it is to say my dad loved me. Like he knew. He he didn't just give me tough love. Right. When I need it to be pampered or whatever, <clears throat> I can get it from my father too. And it's about letting them accept their emotions. You dig what I'm saying? Like I, but I, like I realize kiss my kids so much. Like they'll come to me and put lean their goddamn forehead down because they already know. Like mm-hmm. it's it just coming. love. Right? Mm-hmm. It's just love. That's all it is. Like I feel like it's black men, especially like when we had sons. Like yeah, we got to raise them to be tough, but. 
a lot of a lot of us are lost out here because we didn't have fathers that put a, put their arms around us, like you know. So do you feel like you have to be tougher on your son? At, even if you don't have a, a son, even if you didn't have a son, would you feel like you had to be tougher on your son than 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 your daughter? Because out here you're 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 made to pamper your princess and and toughen up your prince. It when your when your daughter falls down is. It's okay, baby, don't cry, you know. Um, it's going to be okay. But then when your son falls... Well, actually, you, you tell your daughter it's okay to cry. And when, you, when your son falls, you say, don't cry, you know, uh, wipe it off, or put some dirt on it. You, that, that tough exterior, but you don't know what you're breathing. You, uh, don't, you don't know that you're breathing this guy to be emotionally cut off. I feel like it's a balance, man. And you need... I, I try to let him know that... It, it is okay to cry. Like mm-hmm. it's okay to feel pain. We you want to feel it, right? Now, do you show your vulnerability to everybody? No, because people there are people that will take that and run with it. Right. So, with my daughter, it's like I'm not trying to bring her up tougher, but like I want her to be hip. Mm-hmm. I want her to be sharp. Be on the same accord with your son. And with my son, like it's going. Mm, that's cool. But um, with my with my son. Well, no, I'm saying with my daughter, like, I just want her to be able to handle herself as well, too. But right. I don't want her to, um, no, I don't want her to feel like I have a, I have a hard-nosed-ass father that I can't come to either. Like, it's a right. violence. Like, they gonna, I want them to know that, like. You gotta put their emotional well-being before I, yours. I, I got you. Right. Don't yeah. play, but, but it's not all sweet. Like, you're not gonna run over me, but I got you, too. Like, right. You have a father that can play both sides if you need to. You can, I, I want to be a versatile parent. Right. That, so when it comes down to the generational curse of 18, you get out. Or 18, now I got to be tough on you because uh, you need to have a job or you need to be working your way to get out of my house and be on your own. Uh, where do you stand on that? Because I feel like me as a parent, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to change my ways up. And make my kid feel like it's time to to jump out just because of her age or what their age or um, time. I feel like I feel like my kids can stay as long as they want at home. If they want to be at thirty at home with me, then that's fine. As long as they on they on they on they get their game. You feel I, me? I'm gonna say uh, that's an excellent topic question, but I'm gonna say like my kids definitely like. I'm not going to, I don't want my kids paying my bills. My rent or my mortgage is my rent, my mortgage, or my my wife and I, like, I don't need them to, if I come on hard times, I come on hard times, mm-hmm. but you're not going to be expected to pay mortgage and all that. Basically miles. like pay rent. This is, we got it. Right. Now. Because that gives them time to build up money. Are you 18? To- do I expect you to be working or trying to figure something out? Yes. This It's not easy street. But I'm not going to sit here and expect you to be able to move while you're paying rent and then expect you to save and expect you to still want to treat yourself like a human being. Like, you still going to want to treat yourself. You still going to want your desires. Right. It's a contradiction. Yeah. Like, that's... Come on now, bro. Basically, you're saying, well, go work so you can buy this and that. Oh, but I'm right back in your pocket, too. Right. Like, I, st- I still need mine out your pocket. Uh, I still need my 10%. Like my, my mortgage or my rent is my stuff. You know what I mean? Your mom and I got that. Um, you you welcome to stay here, 
And then at a certain age, I would hope you're not staying here till you're 30. But if it happens... No, nah, I'm just giving an example. No, nah, no, nah, I'm just saying. Now. Like, I'm not knocking anybody. Like, as long as you're trying to get yourself together. Like, mm-hmm. as long as I see my kids pushing and they don't have their feet up. Like, oh, well, I'm staying this joint forever. That mom pass over. Mm-hmm. Like, this is always going to be your home. Like, my parents and my aunt. Like, of course, when I got older, like, shit, I'm almost 30 now. So, like... I could only respect him if I was still staying here that I had to pay the rent. Like mm-hmm. you gotta carry some type of load. But they they were patient with me. And I could I could come back I can come back here anytime I choose to, but you know, I'm not gonna sit here and try to cake off the cake off of them. Right. I just feel like the only bill that I would expect my child to pay growing up and getting on her own would be her phone bill just to teach her some type of responsibility. Or yeah. teach them some type of responsibility. Like when it comes to a car note, whatever, like we can work something more. I got you. I got you insurance, and you got the note. Whatever, like. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm going to be helping. But I'm not going to set you up until you here. Oh, and you know the, the you know the old adage. Well, when I was eighteen, I had to do this and that. Something, but it's it, not that time anymore. When it come to, and, and not even that. When it come to like somebody being put in a rough situation, why would you want to see the next man? Like like okay, the first dude. The, let's say the first person to have to have a car. Mm-hmm. If like, and we got three recording on the job. It it push up on one. Oh, that's but, the but uh, I'm gonna say like, I just don't I don't get it. Like my parents basically, if you knew okay, I was basically saying to do with the first car. Mm-hmm. If he if he got better technology. What type of person is he if he see the person still struggling with that first type, with that first prototype of car? Mm-hmm. Let's say he got faulty tires. What type of man is he if he knows that and he don't... If say, he don't help? Yeah, hey, bro, those tires are no good. You're going to do this. But that goes back to what you were saying earlier with people feeling like if I give them this knowledge that's going to age them up over, over me, certain people have that pride that I don't want to give them that additional help that will push them above my... My status quo. That's that crab barrel mentality, though, man. Yeah. You, know, you want to pull somebody back down, or keep them at that level. Yeah, keep like, them from growing. Nah, if you, you don't have to even give me credit. Like you don't have, like for, let's say for people that we inspire you with, with by doing this, it's nice if they shout us out and say you know well they were inspiration. But if you don't, that's fine, bro. Like. Right. As long as I'm inspiring some positivity or helping somebody, I'm fine, bro. Right? I feel like that's what it's all about in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. So, so what's your stance on protecting your other half at uh, all? Clubs? And this is this is our last topic for the day. So we want to talk to our heads off. We're sorry about that. Uh, I feel like, because you see it on Twitter all the time, people running up on a girl and their boyfriend stepping in and... Or or the the girl the dude is fighting and the girl jumping in. You run up on my girl, bro. You you bound to get touched by me. I'm I'm sorry, bro. You gonna you gonna catch these hands. I'm I'm, I'm a protector. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm with that, bro. Just off the strength, like if a dude run up on me, so I know my girl. If she see it coming, if she can't tell me the other way, she gonna pop off. Yeah, most definitely. We just got to be both of us, bro. bro that's like that's like, bro. It don't matter who it is, my girl, my friends, my kids, my parents. Everybody knows me as the pop-off man. If you know me growing up, you know I'm that guy that's going to be popping shit. Like, what's, what's really good with y'all? 
Like, what's up? But now, if you run up and it's really about to get unchy, just know I'm that man. I'm that man. I'm going to put hands on you. Hey, bro. It's only right, though, if you said it coming, bro. Like, I'm not going to be holding you something. Well, I saw it coming, but I ain't know. I'm not, and I'm not breaking it up. Uh, my, my, my people got to doors you. My people got to whoop on you. Like, I'm not breaking nothing up. You get to get in the upper hand, I'm going to throw that thing in there. Pop, pop. <laughs> now y'all stand up and recant. Like, y'all get to get back to it. Amen. Let's even this out. Amen. Now, if I lose, I'm going to fight you every time I see you. I'm sorry. It's, it's, until I win. It's, it's better than, uh, than what everybody turns to these days. Like, yeah, no get, guns. You get beat with the hands and you go work. You <laughs> no go, guns. You go get the dog. But like, just because you got, that goes back to what? Pride, though. But that's that's for a whole other episode. That's pride yeah. related right there, man. We, we can double, we probably jump keep, into that song. Keep the guns down, put them fists up, and just knuckle in, that's bro. How we used to, that's how we grew up, man. Like, you had an issue. And most of the time, like, you realize, like, the people you was in them situations with, y'all become tighter after that. Yeah. Just because, okay, y'all got issues off. You can come back, bro, from somebody, from y'all getting y'all issue off with your hands, bro. But yeah, and it know, don't even have to be nobody getting stomped out or nothing. Like, literally, fight until niggas submit. Like, either they submit or they get dropped, and then... Or even the both of y'all might just be like, all right, bet. Look, I got my issue off. We, we solid. I don't like how you did that. I don't like how you did that. We got our issue off. It don't got to be no everyday type of thing, but yeah, we're going to close out, man. Thanks for tuning in to the Intellect Connection. Intellect Connect, signing off. Darian. Come on. Peace out. Close out.